Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Hyperion Hub, your meeting place for all things Disney. Now your hosts. Hello and welcome to the Hyperion Hub, your meeting place for all things Disney. I'm John Lois and joined by Sean Dagenhart. On your left. And John Redling Schaefer. On your right. That's correct. Whatever platform you're following us on, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Please leave us a review so more people find the show. You can share it on social media and tag us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Hub Hyperion. Email us at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. Go ahead and record a message for us, and we may play it on the show. We like to start things off with our Disney views, and I'm going to throw it over to my right and John. Thanks, John. So I don't remember what episode it was. It's been a while ago when Disney first announced its new subdivision, what we'll call it, right? Cotino, uh, out there in Rancho Mirage, California. You know, we've all had our dreams of living in Golden Oak right there at Walt Disney World property, but uh, having five, six, seven, thirty million of disposable <laughs> income is less than possible for some of us. But the, uh, Disney just came out with an updated video on YouTube. I encourage you to watch it. It's got two Disney Imagineers walking us through the next phases leading up to sales beginning in 2023. So when John decides to buy his California home, we should expect an invitation. But if you haven't researched it at all, I do. I encourage you to go to storylivingbydisney.com, which is the website which really, I think, sets the stage for these communities throughout the country. It looks amazing. I mean, it's the tagline is the ultimate destination for curious dreamers and doers seeking exploration, innovation, and inspiration. And whenever you see Imagineers with their orange vests on and their hard hats, you know something good's coming. That's right. We always want to bring Disney home, and now we can live in a Disney community. And I think there's a very... Uh, it's, it'll be a niche market, but it'll be something that will make someone very happy. Are you telling me you're not going to at least look at floor plans and... Look at the listings when they come out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I can't wait for all three of our families to be living in a Disney community condominium together. Ooh, in a condo together. <laughs> this just got weird. That's we a lot have, of bodies. We when should you think have negotiated a little better in it's our contract. Six, we'll be a 12. Oh, man, that's a lot of bodies. All right. I may be on vacation a it's lot, like guys. It's like a family trip. <laughs> yeah. <to> yeah. The... <laughs> oh, if we have to do Genie Plus to get to the other side of the subdivision, we got bigger problems. This week, we're talking thrills, attractions at Disney parks that pump the blood a little bit faster. Sometimes you're on a track, sometimes you're free-falling, butterflies in the stomach, that wind whipping past you, you're screaming, holding on for dear life. Some of us find it exhilarating, and what are some we talking about not so much. What is going on? I don't know. I don't have enough this hair. Is thrills. I don't have enough hair for this flowing gesture you have of us riding down the ride. My forehead's getting bigger every day, it's slow man. Motion, yes. Uh, okay. The best part we're, we're talking about Disney thrills, and the best part about Disney is there are all kinds of thrill levels for attractions. So first off, are you a thrill seeker? And we'll start with Sean. It depends. Okay. If Ooh. I'm comfortable with it. And I know what's coming. There have been a few things that I just did on my last trip that I don't know if I'll do again, but I'm glad I did it. And there's other things that I really enjoy that get the blood pumping. So if you walk into, let's let's uh, take Disney out of the equation. Let's say you're going to Cedar Point or Six Flags and you see the 
biggest, uh, longest roller coaster. No. 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 Oh, you're not thinking. Not at all. How quick can I get there to beat everybody Absolutely else? Absolutely not. Okay. I'm all thinking right. I'm gonna where's on this the one. exit. And I don't know why it's different at Disney. I don't know if it's because of the theming or if it's the trust factor that you know that they're inspecting Fair. this. 10 times a day. You know, I don't know what that is. John? I couple mine with a, a few thoughts. There, Sean, I agree with you. You know, I'm at Disney to enjoy myself, but I'm also there to enjoy the family and their experience and make it good for them. I'm not a thrill seeker. I, I like planning. I like to have everything directly in front of me. Uh, nothing as a surprise, just not my style. But again, it comes down to maybe it's a trust factor. I ride rides there, and I don't anywhere else. I don't go on all the biggest and the baddest, even at the Disney parks, just because um, maybe it's some sort of ear. <laughs> well, that I reminded that Modern Family episode where Phil Dunphy thinks he's getting old. Turns out he just has the flu. I think I'm just getting old, um, and whatever, yeah, <laughs> whatever dizziness or spells that I get, I, I just don't want to ruin my whole day. So if the kids and the family want to go do it, I'm not going to stand in the way. I'll gladly go over to the Joffrey's and get myself a drink and, and sit there and wait. I'll tell you, the last trip when I was talking about the two biggest ones that were the thrills for me was uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. I had never done that before. And Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. And both of those, I'm one and done. Really? Maybe Tower of Terror, maybe again, but Rock and Roller Coaster, I'm good. I could see it with I could see it with Rock and Roller Coaster. I mean, it goes upside down, and it's zero and to For me, 60. it was the head jerking back and forth. See, and... that Space Mountain and I have a very twisted history yeah. because <laughs> I enjoyed it, and I used to ride it pretty religiously. As I get older, my back seems less inclined to enjoy it. But I will tell you, the worst attraction, and I'll do it every time, is the teacups. Oh, okay. And really? teacups would ruin my day if I'm with Clara because she's like, faster, faster, faster. And, you know, so you by the time you get off, you're, you're looking for the nearest garbage But you'll can. do it anyway. <laughs> if I'm not going to, if I get no spin promises. Well, okay, because that's just it. I think it also depends on the time of the day. I'm less inclined to have an entire day of dizziness if I'm going to go first thing, right? If I'm going to do teacups, it's at 10 o'clock where I know I'm getting on the boat or the monorail and getting out of there. And I don't know if it's an age thing, but uh, Mission Space, Ugh. if I think about it too much, yeah. I that's anxiety-inducing, being locked in that capsule. And that's a key word, that that anxiety. And, and I, I trust me, I have no, no judgment or any hesitation to be sympathetic to someone who faces that... I'll tell you where it hits sometimes is when you're in Pandora and you go farther down hallways, around corridors mm. to get on flight of passage. I've seen people and even myself has had some hesitation going, where am I? <laughs> it's not even the ride part. Love the ride. But you're sitting there. I have no cell phone signal. I'm getting in smaller and smaller rooms. I'm now crammed in here. I'll tell you what, I've seen people have anxiety issues in there. How would you think you would have a cell phone uh, signal on Pandora. You're on a different planet. You're light years away. Listen here. My people, <laughs> My people. had established a stronghold on that planet so many moons ago. Yes, they lost it. But you're telling me we didn't have communication powers? <laughs> do, do you have favorites then? If, if you're not big thrill seekers, do you have I love favorites? Expedition Everest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
That's big, my favorite. Big Thunder Mountain's my favorite. Okay. And I love good. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll do I it every time. I'll do it multiple times Everest a day. a level above Big Thunder Mountain, sure. but Big Thunder. And I love Slinky oh, like Dog Dash. Three, lo- three levels up. Oh, at least. I think. Sure. Okay, when are we done with the judgment? When you're going backwards <laughs> in the dark. Yeah, I and, like that. And, That's my least favorite. Oh, it's like you're being tickled. I can't even breathe. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> You hear there that? No yeah. I can't even speak. That's what I tell you about it, right? If Alois can't speak. Yeah. By the way, we did a uh, an episode on... Didn't we do this before? Expedition Why would you Everest. Do this? Oh, that's no. right. No, that's... Uh, that was episode 14, by the way. Um, Slinky Dog Dash, yes. Love it. It's an instant classic. Mm-hmm. Love it. Seven Doors Mine Train. Love it. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout. It's kind of the, the new version of Space Mountain. Uh Love the theming, and and we talk about theming all the time, and that's what makes or breaks Disney versus other places. And and that's again no judgment. Uh, if you love um, some of the giant roller coasters at Universal that don't have aren't you know tied to an IP or at Six Flags, um, they're fun. But Disney has theming, and and I think that's the biggest difference. It makes huge difference. There are plenty of first time thrills for kids. What are some of those? What are some of the things that? Our kids went on for the first time, and they felt like, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a big person uh, roller coaster. I won't even say roller coaster, but I won't say which daughter, but she would have been uh, for 14, 13 or fourteen at the time. Haunted Mansion was a big deal for them. I they had psyched themselves out, and just. My arm was tired from being <laughs> squeezed the whole trip. And once they're on it, oh, this is great. Same with Expedition Everest. And, that, and that's the key. One thing that we will do is as the kids got older on our multiple trips, we've been very fortunate to take, you can see it's almost a rite of passage as the kids get older and finally our youngest was, you know what, I am going to join the rest. And, you know, when our third wasn't as old, you just kind of saw them start trusting mom more than dad obviously to say hey let's go on this do you want to no we, we let them do it at their own pace which i'm happy that we did uh, you know some people let's go you're gonna love it i don't I know you, you know how much i paid for this yeah <laughs> get your you know what on the ride but there were enough of us always that someone could stay back and obviously they knew dad wasn't going to go on the, the stupid ones you know so in the end it finally has phased into there's Five on a roller coaster at times. Maybe it's four still once in a while, depending on someone's feeling or maybe some anxiety issues. But or dad promises to go buy him a donut or something. But you know, in the end, that's the part. It, there's no particular ride because we've been fortunate enough to go that every time we're seeing everybody start to do all of them together. Disney's done a great job though introducing uh, the the idea of the roller coaster. You've got the great Goofini in. Storybook Circus. Yes. And that's pretty rough. Magic Kingdom. As short as it, it is. It kind of whips yes. you around yes. for the 17 seconds or yes. whatever it is. Yes. Uh, Gadgets Go Coasters the same way in Mickey's Toontown in Disneyland. Um, almost probably close to the same type of track layout. But it makes them feel like they've uh, they've uh, tackled something, mm-hmm. you yep. know, when they're done. And yep. you're right. It's a little bit rough and, and it's it's short and they can get off. But if you go Then there they want to jump back on. But if you go at 930 or 10 o'clock when all the little kids are gone... We can sprint around in circles yeah. and get right back in line. We've ridden that thing seven, eight, nine, ten times a row. And right. Seven Dwarfs a good, I think, also introduction right. to that, especially with all the theming and and, I, and that's one of those that I wouldn't call a thrill attraction, no. but it has thrill elements. Yeah. 
um, radiator, radiator springs, racers, test track. I'd throw uh, Seven Dwarves mm-hmm. Mine Train on there as well. And that's what makes it so uh, wonderful as well. I mean, you, you get to kind of live through this story, and then all of a sudden, there's a thrill element thrown in. Yeah, are you not singing with the dwarves on the last Absolutely. climb? I mean, you're, 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 you're not human if you're not. That's just... The theming is just incredible. Again, get to back, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but I'm just telling you that when it comes down to it, you have kids, and, and I think we've all talked about this, watching our kids take the rides and enjoy and watching them as they exit the ride. Let's do it again. Yeah. Oh, never sorry, trying, guys. Genie Plus won't let us do that again. You're, you're never <laughs> trying to force them on, but we all, I have anyway, I'll admit this, have tried to coax my children on never strongly yeah just you know a little bit because they don't realize what's in store like the haunted mansion story right um one of my all-time favorite moments like that my son was four years old and we were approaching tower of terror and we had talked about it leading up to the trip and he said all along he's not going on it. he's not going on it okay great we get closer and closer of course people are screaming the doors are open you can see it you can Mm -hmm. you can feel it the closer you get right I'm not going on. How about this? What if we just walk through the queue? It's really cool inside the hotel. There's a lot of things to see, and and it's it's awesome. You get to watch a video. I'm not going on it. What about the <laughs> line? All right, I'll do the line. So we zigzag all the way up to the hotel and inside, and we get past uh, the uh, Twilight Zone video, and we're walking through the basement, and he all along he's telling me he's not going to go we get up to the front of the attraction or to where you walk onto the elevator and i said buddy what do you think and he said yeah that was cool but i'm not going on it i said okay all right no problem so i look at the cast member i said he's not going to go how do we how do we exit oh sure right this way and walks us down a long hallway to an elevator <laughs> and he would not get on the elevator <laughs> there was oh, an elevator <laughs> out yes we had to take an elevator to get off the attraction the and old man just, is trying to con yeah, me yeah he's like yeah. no i said i'm not going <laughs> i said listen <laughs> this is that, that's those have seats you stand in this one and the floor's gonna drop <laughs> out of it breaking yeah. of character and and he escorted us on and, and evan was fine but um yeah that was my favorite moment like that because I did get him to go on Space Mountain, and I tamed it down. I tamed the story down, and when it was done, he was not happy. And he just kept telling me, it was not great. It was not great. <laughs> yeah. I agree with him. <laughs> but you're right. You don't you don't push them, and, and uh, even if it's not at Disney, they'll have an opportunity to ride sure. some uh, more thrilling attractions. And like as that. they get older, maybe they go with their friends or something like that. I remember when I was 16, 17, 18, all right, I don't, I'm going to hop on just because everybody yeah. else is. It, yeah. it happens. It's a rite of passage. It really is. There is a, wa- a ride swap or rider switch service, uh, as it's called now. Rider switch allows an adult guest to wait with a child unable to ride an attraction and then board the attraction without waiting in line again and we did this with both my son and then later with my daughter and my son got to ride it in back to back he rode it with me Mm -hmm. and then with my wife so loved um, it it's a fantastic idea take advantage and we did multiple times as the children especially the the younger kids just weren't able to do it 
you know, Sean alluded to it. We're always talking about storytelling and theming, and that's what makes Disney different. And that's why it's my favorite theme park, uh, theme parks. The Imagineers are always trying to incorporate story. And, and it's, again, I, it's not that I can't appreciate a great roller coaster at Six Flags or Universal or somewhere else. It just feels more complete when there's a story attached for me. What are some of your favorite thrill attractions at Disney or anywhere else? We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. Once again, follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Hub Hyperion. Please rate and review us wherever you're listening to us so more people find the show. Until next week, have a great one, everybody. We're glad you could join us. We'd love to hear from you. You can email or send us a recorded audio message at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. Find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The Hyperion Hub is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its subsidiaries. We'll meet you next time at the Hyperion Hub. Thank you.